0: I'm looking forward in 2021 to not only continuing to donate to causes that I believe in, but also to providing more of a platform for BIPOC voices in the dog world here on Cog Dog Radio. So stay tuned. Hello, my friends. It's been a minute and wow, has it been a year, but it's 2021 now and hopefully things are going to start looking up. I don't think they're going to look up drastically or quickly, <laughs> but I do think that things hopefully get better from here. Anyway, I have done a lot of reflection as I do this time of year. I don't really um, resolve to change anything. That's kind of against some personal <laughs> thoughts of mine on uh, human behavior, but I do always reflect. And so I'm just going to share a couple of my reflections with you and then I will hopefully get you stoked about this year's kind of season of Cog dog Radio. I have spent more time at home than I have maybe ever in my adult life um, in 2020 and that has brought some clarity about a lot of things. The first one is that my life was really chaotic before. And that's not actually good for me. So I'm interested in less chaos. I'm interested in working smarter and not harder. I'm interested in traveling more for personal reasons and less for work reasons. But don't worry, I'm still going to travel for work as soon as it's safe. And so less chaos looks like different dog management in my house. Um, It looks like being sure that I prioritize the decompression needs of everyone under this roof, including the humans. And it looks like enjoying the process of training and being with my dogs. Because as my next point, I've also done almost no dog showing this year. Almost none. Um, Probably the least amount of dog showing I've done since I was 14 years old. So... That has also brought some clarity to my mind about what I like about dog shows, what I don't like about them, and what I can be smart about about going forward because I do hope to get to some dog shows this year. Um, And part of that is really, really loving the process of training. And I've always loved the process of training, but I have to admit that in agility specifically – I love competing and I love competing at big events and I love competing when the stakes are like a little bit higher than normal. And ever since retiring Iggy, that hasn't been a huge part of my life. So what I've done is I've gotten really lucky to work with uh, my friend Megan Foster with my dog Felix. I have fallen in love with agility training again through that process. And if you're feeling a little bit stuck or you're not totally sure, you know, where you're at on training or trialing or any of that stuff, man, I really recommend having a strong look at how you're doing your training, maybe getting a different coach, maybe getting a different community. Um, I was training pretty much by myself with Felix until I asked Megan for some help and getting some help from her has opened some new possibilities, I think, for he and I as a team. And that's been really exciting. I'm also really enjoying the process of training for competitive obedience. And admittedly, I've always enjoyed that process more than I've enjoyed competing in obedience. I compete in obedience because it's important to me to push myself more so than it's a grand old time on the weekend, the way that an agility trial can be. So Iggy is 12 and, oh man, that's hard to say out loud, but she's ready to go get her CDX But and was, you know, it was one of my 2020 goals was to go get her CDX and I set that in January. Um, But every single obedience trial we entered was canceled due to COVID. Rightfully so, responsibly so. And so that just didn't happen for us this year. And I'm really hoping to go get that title in 2021, but again... COVID plus, you know, her age and physical abilities will decide whether that's going to be possible for us or not. And knowing the full well that she and I may never step into a utility ring, I am still throwing myself fully into training her for utility and enjoying that process. And that's been an important thing for me to do kind of on a spiritual level, on a level of just why do we train dogs and why do we have dogs? And I'm really loving training Felix for competitive obedience as well. But like I said, that's, that's never been hard for me. That's never, I've always loved training for that sport. And he brings a level of intensity to the table in the sport that makes it challenging and really, really fun, really fun. So I hope to get him out um, sooner than later. If anything with the journey with IG has taught me, it is that done is better than perfect and I should probably enter him before he's 12, <laughs> if I plan to enter him at all. So falling back in love with the sport or the training process has been a big deal for me in 2020. And also just um, loving all the people in my life a little bit more and a little bit harder because of some people who have been lost Um to the horrible virus, you know, has affected my life personally. Just kind of fiercely deciding that things are gonna suck sometimes and I'm going to love life anyway and love everybody in it anyway, has been, I guess, what I've been forced to do. And I wouldn't wanna repeat it and I don't wanna do it again. But in the grand scheme, 2020 actually wasn't the worst year of my life so far. And that's not to say it didn't suck, because it did. Um, But in the grand scheme, I've been lower. Things have been harder. And so here we are. I think I'm pretty lucky. I'm counting a lot of my blessings and remembering how lucky I am in so, so many ways while while fully acknowledging, on the other hand, how awful some things really are. But going forward with CogDog Radio... I want to tell you how many cool things I have lined up for this podcast. Just in the first couple of months of episodes, I've got two really great guests coming on. One is a repeat guest and one is brand new, but I hope she'll be a repeat as well. I am going to dive into some tough topics that you all have brought up over on the Patreon page. One of them being, you know, Operant conditioning versus respondent conditioning, are they in a battle? <laughs> are they both happening all the time? I'm going to say yes, but how can we make sure they're both working for us rather than against us? And some sticky dog training topics like maybe handler-directed aggression and maybe um, maybe things that we have a hard time getting away from in our competitive life because they seem to be just sort of a part of who our dog is, like maybe barking um, or maybe the set of behaviors that my beloved Border Collies exhibit that I call sticky, stocky, bullshit behaviors (laughs) Um, and so, so much more. And if you want to be a part of deciding what I talk about, you got to get over on Patreon. That's where I get my ideas Um, And that's who I ask when I want to know who I should talk to on, on this podcast. So if you're back after my brief hiatus at the end of 2020, which I appreciate you allowing me to have, thank you. Welcome back. I'm so excited to dive in to making this podcast. It is truly a high point in my week, and I hope that you're looking forward to it as well. thanks for listening. Please be sure to rate, review and subscribe in the podcast app of your choice. And if you're interested in supporting this podcast as well as joining the Cogdog radio community, head over to patreon.com/cogdog radio and become a patron for as little as four dollars a month. I hope to see you there. Cheers.